0: hi everyone welcome to the play choices podcast the podcast you hear i'm your host v this episode is going to be a continuation from our last episode it will be part two of us discussing the nanny affair book one so first please go watch that episode before otherwise you might be totally lost. And also, this episode is not spoiler safe, so if you want to avoid spoilers for The Nanny Affair Book 1 Chapter 1, please read that first, and we'll be here for you to come back and listen. Our last warning is that The Nanny Affair is rated 17 plus in the Choices app, and even though we would never say that our podcast is necessarily child-friendly, We would also like to warn any listeners who may be uncomfortable discussing sexual content that just due to the sexual nature of the content of the Nanny Affair, sexual content will be a topic of discussion for this episode. So if that makes you uncomfortable, then feel free to catch up with us next week when we're discussing a book that isn't so fueled by that type of discussion. All right, and now on to the episode. So after that scene, Sam will invite Anna in for a nightcap to get to know each other better. And it is a diamond option scene. Did you take this diamond option? I did not take it. I did not either. It felt inappropriate.
1: Yes, uh, it really did. I'm not saying going after Sam is bad, but I'm just saying it's too soon, it's too quick.
0: You can't try to fuck your future boss. Before they even your boss, you not even a boss yet.
1: Okay, like, you just put the children to bed. On your first day, you you might as well you showed up for work honestly because that's really what it was. Like, what what is this part two of a job interview? I physically played with you know your twin boys, put them to bed, and made sure they brush their teeth, got them situated, all of that. Put that in my pay, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, you better pay me for tonight. <laughs> Could you imagine doing all that? And then he's like, "You don't get the job." Yeah,
1: you don't get the job how many people might be applying for that position and, like, he just truly needs help every night?
0: Do you think he does interviews every night to try to put them to bed?
1: Let's, Let's be realistic. Let's truly just think about this. Okay. If Sam stays in a city, there could possibly be more than 365 people applying for that job. Meaning, essentially, you could have one person just help your children out a night and not pay them.
0: True, true. You could make them do all the labor mm-hmm. and just say, like...
1: We're going to go for... I think we're going to go for someone different. Thank you for applying. Um, You know, if, if the person doesn't work out, we will be sure to call you.
0: hmm hmm
1: Or even if you did all of that and just be like, yeah, um, I just talked to my children and unfortunately they're, like, uncomfortable by you. I just think it might be a little too soon. Um, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Like, are you going to be mad? You can't just be like, fuck you and your children. <laughs>
0: like fuck you and your children (laughs) some people might yeah I guess I never thought about that I would have to say though like you know how disappointing it would have to be like if you had a nanny come over at night to see if they could put the children to bed and then they failed and you had to put the kids to bed yourself I'd be so fucking irate (laughs) I'd be like come on bruh (laughs) why'd I even invite you into my home I would have been like you know what this obviously isn't working out you can leave now
1: (laughs) no like truly, like you can't even do the job that I wasn't gonna pay you for come on now
0: so neither of us took like, this diamond option, but I did watch it on, like a YouTube playthrough. So I'll I'll describe to you what happens. So Anna, when they start walking through the house, Anna will just like blatantly stare at Sam, checking them out. I think Sam invites Anna into their office. Oh, it's like a. It's like I feel like if you're gonna offer someone a nightcap, like don't do it in office. Not That's in the just office, weird. No. Like. Take- if you want to say, come in for a nightcap so we can get to know each other better, and then you sit at an office desk,
1: I mean, that's very strange. Area.
0: You have an entire house, mm-hmm. an entire apartment, an entire condo. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously a nice condo, because this person is, what, What? at least a at least a millionaire, right? No, like, at for least. sure, yeah. Why are you inviting me to the office? Sit me down on your couch. Mm-hmm make me feel comfortable we in an office i feel like damn this isn't this is still a part of the fucking interview which i guess it definitely is i guess it is like yeah it is but it's just it's uncomfortable i don't like drinking alcohol in an office setting that makes me feel like something weird's about to happen which is perfectly accurate because something weird does happen during the scene so anna looks at um some pictures on the wall and anna will ask sam about a picture that shows sam skydiving and sam will say that they used to when they had more free time and that skydiving made them feel alive Sam will comment that you only get that type of adrenaline rush when you take a big risk and then Sam will ask Anna what it takes to make her tick and Anna can either say desire, positive change, or family life. If Anna says desire, Sam will choke on their drink and ask what Anna means. Anna will say that she likes to indulge in her senses like the difference between savoring a strawberry or eating a strawberry her definition it's very like i'll be honest this is like very like vague description i don't when i was writing down the notes i was like how the fuck am i going to describe this on the podcast but anna was just saying that by desire she means she likes to indulge in her senses so like she likes to stop and smell the roses essentially she doesn't just eat she savors. she doesn't just touch she like feels you know what i mean okay. does that make sense yes i'm really i'm trying really hard to describe this but it's it's kind of like weirdly worded in the book so um, strange If you say positive change, Anna will comment that Sam has created something great with their family and their business and will say that she wants to do something similar. Sam will say that they have the confidence that Anna will and that she has a big heart and dreams. I couldn't find what the dialogue was for family life, so I apologize. I have no idea what that means. Sam will then say that they admire Anna's passion and because it reminds Sam of their own passion and very few share that type of passion. Sam will say it does make life lonely at times, but when you do meet someone who shares a passion, it makes the flame shine even brighter. At this point, Anna can choose to lean forward or move away from Sam. If you do choose to lean in, you'll spill your drink and Sam will suggest that they walk you to a different part of the house. Oh. Right. And then the diamond scene ends there. So Sam will show Anna the bedroom where Anna's going to stay and then we'll tell Anna that the job is hers if she wants it. I will say that this is the exact setting in which Anna had her sex scene. So like she dreamed about having sex with Sam in her bedroom where they show Anna will hug Sam and then can choose to pull away quickly or enjoy the sensation. It's not really a significant choice, I guess. It just like determine. It's just, it just depends on how you want to play your character. If Anna is going to choose to be professional, or if Anna is going to be like flirtatious with Sam. The book will then skip to the next morning where Anna is talking to her best friend, Jenny. Anna will say to Jenny, the kids are great, the house is great, the boss is great. And and Jenny will say, yeah, I'm sure everything's great, but like, how hot is Sam? Because I heard he was hot. And Anna can either say, Sam is Tabasco hot, or it's irrelevant. What'd you say?
1: I think I said Tabasco hot.
0: So Anna will briefly describe how attractive Sam is and then say, you know, of course nothing can happen because they're my boss and if anna says it's irrelevant anna will just like completely focus on the need for professionalism it's basically the same commentary but if you say it's irrelevant anna won't even like bring up how hot sam is and then jenny will proceed to look up photos of sam and comment on their attractiveness and while they're scrolling through photos and articles of sam jenny will find an article confirming that sam is actually engaged and then we're left on that cliffhanger not really a surprise considering it said the nanny affair
1: right what did y'all think the affair was right (laughs) The wife, the mother figure, they're dead.
0: They're dead. And I know some people use affair as sometimes just like a word to describe an event. But yeah, they definitely took it like very, very literally. Before we continue with the rest of the episode, I do want to remind everyone that if you have any questions, theories, or comments that you would like to be included in a future episode, please email us at playchoicespodcast.gmail.com. Make sure to specify whether you want to be shouted out or not, otherwise all emails will be anonymous. Questions can be related to books we've recorded episodes on, books that we haven't discussed yet, or even questions that you'd like to ask us. Alternatively, you can go to our Ask a Box on playchoicespodcast.tumblr.com and submit a question. Just specify that it's for the podcast and we'll be sure to include it. And back to our episode. So, some questions that I have for you. Ooh!
1: Okay. Uh, the- <laughs> Anxiety.
0: <laughs> I love that you said that as if I don't always prepare discussion questions know, for you. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> it's, like, it's because, like, okay, let me. I've already exposed myself a lot in this episode. You know, my, my hatred of mm-hmm. old people. Because of the theme of this book, dealing, dealing with more risque affair risque choices, and stuff, I can't imagine what these questions are I feel like I'm going to expose myself some more.
0: It is the nature of the novel. It is taboo, so we're gonna have to talk about some taboo things sometimes. Ooh, let's do it. We're gonna expose ourselves.
1: Don't hype me up like that.
0: Don't hype me up. <laughs> okay, so some discussion questions I have for you, Lucas. What do you think? Just give us like mm-hmm. some of your general thoughts about the ethics of a story like this. I think there's a lot of things that go into it an employee boss relationship, mm-hmm. getting involved with someone who is in charge of taking care of your children. And obviously Sam is engaged. So there's a lot of ways we can tackle what part of ethical we're talking about.
1: This is such a good question. First of all, my comment is there's really no like HR for this particular type of
0: (laughs) employment.
1: So the whole like, you know, employee dating boss rule doesn't necessarily apply here. So, ethically and morally, the only thing that you have to be conflicted with as um as a character is the sleeping with someone who is engaged. Do I believe that like you can't be a homewrecker if someone doesn't let you in the home? Yes, but literally he let you in the home, so it, it's
0: very like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I know in the story is is gonna force feed me, but I, I just feel like if this was me and like he was talking to me like oh. I'm so unhappy. I don't want to be engaged anymore. I'd be like, okay, then dump her. Right. Dump they. Be with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dump they. Be with be me. Be with me.
1: Everybody be is included. All y'all can get dumped. And I can get my man. Okay?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So you're, like, chapter one. You're already, like, dump this person. Come with be with me.
1: Well, I don't know the context of the story. Like, if he does not state, oh, hey... I'm unhappy, this and this, this and that Why would I move forward in a relationship Where he has not expressed That he's unhappy, he has not Expressed that this is not something That he wants to be with
0: mm-hmm.
1: Because like, how do I know he just doesn't Want his cake and wants to eat it too We don't This is a very powerful Person in the story, he is He, he runs a huge Business, he's your boss He has mad money, like I'm pretty sure he's not used to people telling him no. So with that being said, I just need to know more information about their relationship. Because, like, I've been cheated on. I've done the cheating. It's not right either way. So they're definitely, you know, me and Sam, we're going to have to talk a little bit more. We're going to have to talk. Because as far as, like, from a professional standpoint, professionalism is out the window the moment I moved in. Like, you can make it as professional as you want, but that's not how the story is set up. So we can just already throw that. Like, if you're trying to be a goody-two-shoes, baby girl, you had a sex dream. So, like, (laughs) he done showed you the bed that, you know, your fantasies were played out in. And obviously, the diamond scene, there was some sort of attraction, some sort of gravity that was pulling you guys together, or you wouldn't have spilled your drink. So it just comes to the point of, like, do you want to ruin this engagement because you have feelings for Sam and you really want to be with him and you know, you want to make him happy or you just do it for the thrill of saying that you took someone who wasn't initially yours.
0: I don't even know if that's really a thrill because it's not like, I mean, I hear what you're saying and I'm not saying that like you agree with that point of view, but whenever people are like, proud that they, like, stole somebody. It's like, you didn't steal somebody. That person, like, willingly walked out of their relationship. Yeah, that's like... true.
1: That's, that's true. I mean, you want to be, be called a, a siren or something? Did you sing so beautifully that he was, like, enchanted by you and, like... But, yeah, no, like, you... Yeah, you really have a point. So, like, I feel like the only good option would be, like, you actually develop feelings for him, hoping that the relationship is bad and that he doesn't even want to be there in the first place. And just hoping that he ends it and realizes that he wants to be with you. Of course, this is really jumping the bandwagon.
0: Are you going to play this character as someone who is, like, aloof until Sam, like, says, like, yeah, I definitely want to dump my fiancé for you?
1: No, I think I would bring up the fiancé constantly.
0: Assuming they give you the option.
1: Assuming assuming they gave me the option, we're going to talk about your fiancé. Because if there is an attraction between us and if there is a gravity and you're not doing anything about that, then I'm going to try to clear the air and have us talk about it because I don't want to live in blissful ignorance. Like, I know the situation. I can't pretend that I don't know the situation. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that you don't know I know because that's part of having your cake and eating it too. There's just multiple people in this scenario that can get hurt, even the children.
0: So then my question comes back to... Let's say they don't give you that option for like another five chapters. Are you still gonna flirt with them?
1: Oh no, I can't. I can't. That's wrong.
0: I mean, it's it's still pretty wrong even if he does say he's gonna break up with them. Yeah, it is. It's still wrong. Let's be honest. It is is. This whole thing it, really is. it puts you in this ethical dilemma where you're like, Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I think I have to see how this how the second chapter plays out because i could just you're like i might
0: just jump his bones
1: tomorrow yeah, we don't tr- know truly like i might just play anna's character where it it's just in the moment and i just have to do what's right for me and it feels good and he wants to and i want to and the twins already told me that they don't like his fiance so <laughs> i think i'm winning like i don't know i guess I'm- did they no no i'm just saying like if i was like if that was in the second chapter like
0: oh okay I, you were talking like you've already like played ahead and like <laughs> no for sure i'm no, no, like no. that what? was
1: me as anna manifesting every gray area as to why i could be with sam <laughs> like, the children even like it. your fiance they like me
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> no but like yeah like you know we we've already talked about it in every episode choices spoon feeds you what they want so I might not even have this option to be coy, this option, you know it just might be like you know literally sleep with me and then the diamond option sleep with me twice and now what am I about to do?
0: (laughs) That is not how choices make their decisions sleep with me sleep with me twice (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, Okay, I do want to go back to something that you said about the employee-boss relationship. I cannot stand by what you said. Just because there's no HR doesn't mean that it's not problematic. The fact that there's no HR should mean that it's actually more problematic, because there's no one who's, like, impartial to the situation that can put in their judgment.
1: Right, but worst-case scenario, you just leave the job.
0: But that's not the part of an employee... And boss relationship, in any scenario, whether there's HR or not, you can leave the job. It's not like being in the relationship keeps you from leaving the job. I'm confused about why you think the presence of HR makes it more problematic and why you think the absence of it makes it less.
1: Because if there's no HR, there's no back and forth. There's no, like, he can fire you and be done with it, and that's it. Like, there's nothing you can do about it.
0: That's what makes it even more problematic.
1: I'm not saying it's less problematic in the sense that, like, your character will win. I'm saying it's less problematic in the sense that there's no back and forth. There's no problems at all whatsoever. There's problems for you, yes. But between you and Sam, there's not, because he can just fire you, say, have a nice day, go get a new nanny. So you don't have to worry about losing your job because... Of this unprofessionalism of you sleeping with your boss because there's no HR to report to. There's no employees to be like, oh, they're with each other. It's just you and Sam.
0: But that's still problematic. And if anything, the lack of HR to protect the employee from being in a toxic relationship with the boss is what makes it more problematic. That's what HR is there for. So that way, if an employee finds himself in this situation, like you saying that Sam could just end the job like he ends the relationship is like exactly what people fear when they get into a romantic relationship with their boss like they fear that if the romantic relationship ends that it could also mean the end of their job so the fact that there's no hr to protect an employee from that is what makes the situation even more vulnerable to predatory behavior
1: okay yeah i see that
0: i don't think that whether a boss or employee relationship is considered toxic has to do with like the setting are the other people around. I do agree that the more people that are involved or could be witnesses, like the more prob- the more troublesome it could get, but I think just inherently dating your boss is not a good idea and it's inherently predatory. Because at the end of the day, your boss has power to fire you at any point in time. Yes. For any reason like you said, he could just do it up to his own discretion because I mean, I I suppose, like, you could, like, if he did something inappropriate that Anna really didn't like, Anna could hypothetically take him to court. But, I mean, she is a nanny who is clearly has some financial need. Sam is a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So there's even fewer avenues for Anna to take that case to. And I think just in general, the concept of a power imbalance is to imply that there is naturally someone who is more in power than the other. So from a boss employee perspective, the fact that Sam could just be like, boop, boop to my discretion i don't have to go through any hr you made bad pancakes for me this morning and that's why i want to fire <laughs> oh you God. like to me <laughs> i mean i don't know what type of <laughs> right, right, right. i mean obviously it would be more serious than that but uh, <laughs> boss employee relationships are pretty predatory but i think especially in this case it's even like more so
1: right so it's just it's not problematic if you just literally go for it and don't care
0: it's still problematic <laughs> it's still problematic
1: no because like if you if you choose to be with sam and you guys have a loving relationship then what could go wrong the
0: oh my god to go wrong
1: is when he doesn't want to be with you anymore
0: there is always going to be a power imbalance between a boss and employee even if things are going well Just because things are going well doesn't mean that you're happy with every single facet of the relationship. You could be like, oh, I want to bring up this like one thing. He did this one thing that annoyed me, but you still know that at the end of the day, that is your boss. Like, I'm sure there has been some movie or some scenario where you've seen this, where someone was dating someone who was in a position of power over them, and they'll just like switch from the lover role to the boss role just because they're upset. Like, I've definitely seen that in, like, films before. So it doesn't matter, again, like, it doesn't matter whether things are going well or poorly. It's still predatory because at the end of the day, there is a power imbalance. And whether someone has power or not impacts quite literally how a person thinks.
1: We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one.
0: Okay, you problematic, but we gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> because... saying, like,
1: if everything works out and then you guys get married, eventually, like, there will be no power imbalance. You won't be an employee working for him. Well, we're working for Sam. That's in a perfect world.
0: Well, there is no such thing as a perfect world, so saying that is not realistic. I definitely think the way that you meet someone informs your relationship with them, and of course, relationships are dynamic and they can evolve. At, they can evolve. They're right. dynamic, but. I still think the way that you meet someone does inform literally everything. So even if you say you get past, which I don't know quote unquote what getting past a predatory part of the relationship means getting past a power imbalance. But if you get past that, I mean, we've all seen instances where people like get into arguments and then they be bringing up shit that's like happened eight years ago. Like that's still going the fact that you were in a relationship with the power imbalance is always going to impact your memories, your thoughts, your feelings. You can evolve past something. People evolve past cheating, but I bet you when the arguments pop up, they be bringing it up. <laughs> and the same thing's going to happen here. It's going to be like, "Oh, remember that one time that we got into a disagreement it felt personal?" I've definitely seen this play out. I used to work at a fast food restaurant. This man, this manager that I worked at, he was dating an underage employee. So it was like doubly gross. And they got into an argument about something at work. And I guess because they were very comfortable with each other and their personal lives because they were dating, he had kind of known that she was insecure about something and he brought it up in the argument and she went to go cry in the bathroom. When she came back and I checked on her, she was like, oh, well, this person just like, he just knows How to like hurt me, so it's like even if you get into a disagreement about a boss or employee thing, it's like those two things you can't ever completely separate from each other. I see. I just think it's predatory no matter who's around, who's involved, whether you make it past it. Don't don't date your boss. Just don't date your boss. (laughs) It's the (laughs) advice I would give to people because even if there is a quote unquote getting past a power imbalance, it's why you want to work through that? Just go find somebody. Exactly. Where like
1: I'm not saying that like, right. gaining your boss is a good thing. I'm not. My only point was like, in this particular setting, with there not being any HR or any other people that can report the relationship, ideally, if you choose to go forward with it, it could potentially work out to the point of a successful, quote unquote, successful and a healthy marriage. Do I believe that there will, like you said, always be instances where it's like, you know what? You didn't put enough syrup on my goddamn pancakes for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So that's the, like, if that's the role that you want to play, I guess it's best to play it in a sense where, like, no one can report it. But, of course, that absolutely comes with the price. Absolutely. 100%. I do not deny that. I do not even condone boss and employee relationships Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: I've been there and done that. It's, it's not. And like, you're right. Like do one thing wrong. Do say say you don't want to have sex. Oh
0: my God. That would be so problematic.
1: (laughs) Say you don't take Mickey and Oh God, what's the other son's name? Mickey and who? Mason. Say you don't want to take Mickey and Mason to the park. That's it that's it
0: right and then they're secretly upset with you about this thing and then they're like no 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 but it's totally professional it's because you didn't want to do this with the kids
1: you're right like not having that that hr protection could truly be detrimental to her truly be detrimental
0: and then even sometimes like y'all don't but don't misinterpret me and say that i'm saying that hr is like the saving grace because hr sometimes it's not a devil's not advocate, advocate they don't be doing shit HR right is devil's <laughs> advocate. you you
1: report to hr it's like flipping a coin okay
0: (laughs) HR is there to protect the company and if it comes down between an employee and their boss they're gonna pick the boss I have to say it this is exactly why I say don't date your boss because even when it comes to how other people view the relationship some people gonna talk shit about you HR gonna be like oh well what employee do we think is the most disposable clearly not the boss he's in a higher position so you are become you become more disposable, and they start trying to shut you up because as a person who is, a, I guess, a victim of, like, I don't really know how they describe it in legal sense, but you can definitely, if something inappropriate happens between you and a boss, you can definitely report them for it, and HR is there to protect the company. Oh, yeah, it's, it's
1: definitely going to be filed under sexual misconduct, and they're uh-huh. going to pay you out, and you're going to have to sign a plea agreement to say that you don't say anything about that for probably some sum of money. It happens all the time.
0: All the fucking time. That,
1: but they're going to let you go because that's going to be in the agreement. They're going to, it's going to like be mm-hmm. like, give you like three years worth of your salary right now on the terms of you can't say anything and you have to leave the company
0: and then even beyond hr like people in your workplace are going to be like oh she was fucking him to Mm -hmm. get ahead Mm -hmm. in her career Mm -hmm. she was fucking him to do this she's stupid for falling for him he he flirted with me and i turned him down now look she's the next one in line
1: what i'm saying through this good old conversation is that (laughs) if you're gonna be problematic do it in the choices app okay (laughs) (laughs) that's and do it in the choices that
0: you said do it in fictional characters not in real life you know what that is something that i can agree with (laughs) that is the common ground
1: that that's that's where that's where the slight miscommunication was i'm like listen anna she could just quit and you're just like no but listen she could just quit. I'm like, we're saying the same thing in my head. and a no fictional character. She going to be okay. But in real life, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. This should should, and will never happen to me again.
0: <laughs> Let me say again. Uh, again? Let me say again. <laughs>
1: again. Yeah. Because oh I've dated an employee and I've dated my boss.
0: Oh, my God. You've been on both I've been ends. have been on both so ends. So you have some experience with this book. I've been
1: on both ends. Yeah. <laughs>
0: let me make sure when you say that you've dated an employee are you saying that i was you, a manager were they... and oh they, were Lord, a oh Lord. they were a team oh member
1: they were a team member and then i oh dated Lord. i was a assistant manager and i've dated my general manager all right then mm-hmm. and let me y'all want to know something both of them didn't work out
0: <laughs> <laughs> not the one Lucas single
1: <laughs> i did an employee <laughs> twice y'all so i can could
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> guys it does
1: not work out please live vicariously through the choices app
0: I mean let's be honest some of these people they be like really fighting and dying for these boss employee relationships like no it's gonna work and it's like 99% of your relationships don't end up being the one so what's y'all so obsessed with like
1: no literally listen I said in a perfect world and V strategically pointed out there is no such thing as a, perp- a perfect world in a perfect world, it would work out.
0: Yeah, in a world where everything went right and there was no such thing as a power imbalance or predatory behavior or toxic behavior, yeah, it could work out.
1: Exactly. Even in a perfect world, you're still gonna get. I was your boss, like that. Uh-huh. Like, that's inevitable. Like, how did you guys meet? Oh, I was their boss. Like, you can't avoid that, girl. You better just say ten mm-hmm. or <laughs>
0: I also think in this case it's, like, doubly harmful because Anna, like, professes that they, like, admire Sam. And I think also when you have, like, I remember they were all, like, in these boy bands, they would always go to the male singers and they'd be like, would you ever date a fan? And they'd always give the really PC answer of, like, uh, I mean, I'll never say never, but probably not, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I feel like the combination of Anna admiring Sam for, like, their work. Like, they're... Anna's already telling Sam, like, I admire you. Which makes Anna, like, even more easily influenced. Like, if you were watching a Celebrity Data fan, you would be like, that's kind of weird.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So, like, it's even doubly weird in this case. Because now you know who Sam was... You admire the company they work for, and then also now is going to be people, of course, kind of like how I alluded to before. Oh, this person only wants to fuck their boss, get ahead in their career. It's kind of like the same way that I feel in this situation because we know that Anna has a degree in chemistry. And chemistry, and
1: yes, you're right. You're right.
0: I think both of them have a little, you know, they have a little bit of how do I say this? They have they have some misgivings to to admit, you know. Okay, hey, before we get on with the rest of the chapter, let me interrupt with some plugs. So you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash play choices podcast slash message. It could show up in a future episode. You can also directly support this podcast at anchor.fm slash play dash choices podcast slash support. If we haven't convinced you yet, listen to this amazing, amazing commercial that Lucas and I put together for you it takes V hours (laughs) it takes V no keep singing it takes V hours to record no keep doing it it takes V hours to record and edit this podcast and with your donation of one dollar a month could save V from smashing her fucking head into a wall does the heart thank you so much and back to our episode
1: so my question for you would be do you think that anna could strategically play this out to get a career out of this
0: oh <laughs> absolutely! fucking <laughs> absolutely i mean basically like anna plays with his kids like all day so if the kids come home and they're like oh my god we love Anna and then I could just imagine that like good relationship with the kids good relationship with the boss Mm -hmm. one day Anna like saunters into Sam's office and is like I would like some she could she could phrase it as like I would like some like free enrichment opportunities like I'll help you for free on a project but like I want to get exposed to this part of the business right i could definitely see it turning that way so yeah i'm not trying to sit here and say that like sam sam is like 100 percent the only person to blame like come on now anna knows it's inappropriate too and in one part of the story you can straight up tell sam like oh yeah that's the reason why i wanted to talk to you
1: yeah true we sam has all the power but having all the power does not mean you can't be manipulated into thinking that that's what you want.
0: Absolutely, just because he has money and influence doesn't mean he can't be manipulated. Oof. Mm. And especially because Sam's wife died.
1: Mm-hmm. And and if Anna pull on that, I've been taking your taking care of your kids string, been pulling on.
0: Let them kids call Anna mom once. Ooh. <laughs> Come on now.
1: It's a done deal. Anna is going to start putting it in their head. They're going to be like... <laughs> Mickey going to be like, Anna, you're going to be like, did you just call me mom?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Trying to imagine Anna as like this intentionally manipulative character is so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> we really just dissected the fuck out of this relationship.
1: <laughs> I love it, though. I love it
0: interesting too is like we can sit here and say that like sam has all the like money and power but on the flip side anna has nothing has nothing to lose and everything to gain
1: that is app see see this is mm, mm, this is what i meant where i said she could just leave she could just like quit and it i'm not i'm not saying it would be okay but i'm saying like she would literally leave with what she started with which is nothing which is a clean slate
0: the only caveat to that sentence, the only caveat to that sentence that I would say is like I do feel like you have to take into account the emotional pull that someone has, oh, over you, which is why yeah. you know what I mean. Just yeah. just saying the phrase like "oh, Anna could just leave at any time," like there is like an emotional yeah. part of that that influences whether she really feels like she can leave. But yeah, theoretically, like she doesn't have to put this job on her resume. She's not in a career for nannying. Oh my
1: god. <sighs> She can she could get attached to the kids and get heartbroken. There's just so much that can happen.
0: There's so much shit that can go wrong. We really, damn, we've been so pessimistic right now.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right.
0: No, I mean, I love it. The app is trying to make this sexual book like, oh, isn't it so hot to fuck your boss? And we're like, here's the eighty three reasons why it's not. <laughs> no, literally,
1: like she could kidnap the children, hold them from ransom
0: damn oh my god okay i'm sorry i'm just saying if she
1: arranged someone to kidnap the children and then pleaded the whole like bring them back sam i'm right beside you like i'm gonna help you find them but she is in communication with the people who actually kidnapped the children they can both walk away with some mad money
0: i don't know about y'all but i would never let lucas with my kid after he said something like that because oh now i'm thinking that's the plan you've made <laughs> you're like damn this would be a really I'm great saying, opportunity to get them kidnapped
1: i wasn't like <laughs> i'm not manifesting it i was just saying like that could happen like she could be crazy. no i'm just
0: giving you shit i'm like, just giving you shit i mean like do i hate
1: children yes would i kidnap them i don't know if i care enough to kidnap children
0: oh my god well thank god you're apathetic Okay. Oh
1: <laughs> guys
0: please don't cancel me <laughs> I'm sure I said something cancelable in this episode, too. I mean, how could you not? We're literally having an entire episode about someone like trying to seduce someone else who's in a relationship.
1: Listen, we're just trying to give y'all like the 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 viewpoints that most people don't talk about we we're We are a hard hitting expose on why this would not work in the real world.
0: There's a lot of things that could go wrong. also, I just feel like Anna's fine. Sam's fine. They could find literally anyone else. Actually, Sam already has found someone else, so <laughs> Turn around, go back to your fiance. <laughs>
1: And then Anna, she could literally have a sex dream about anybody. So, like...
0: <laughs> right, she had she had one nut, one fictional nut because of this person. She and helped. now she's like, I have to have him. Haven't even slept with him in real life yet.
1: I I don't even think that they displayed Anna's emotional reaction to the engagement.
0: Not really. I don't, I can't recall.
1: Cause like I mean like I guess that just depends on like. Uh, Well, I don't know. I'm over here, like, I guess it just depends on which which character you play, but I forgot his choices, so they're just gonna force you to play one character anyways.
0: We already know the character's gonna be attracted to Sam anyways. Like, we already know this. (laughs) Whether or not you decide to act on that attraction is a different story, but, like, we already know that Anna is the character who is, like... Very, very, very attracted to Sam,
1: which truly is just so crazy that there's not another ally in this story because I feel like they could fit in perfectly. Like,
0: yes, like here's your toxic ally, and yeah. here's your normal ally. Yeah,
1: here's your like you. You wouldn't have to break a family to be with me. You know what, sir, you're right. It
0: would be interesting <laughs> if they like dangled someone in front of Anna to be like, "This is a healthy relationship." Look at this. Look at this.
1: And then Sam can be like, "I know." That we're not healthy, but like, I need you.
0: Yeah, like, our love can overcome any amount of abuse. (laughs) I have
1: enough money for therapy.
0: Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. For real, like, Sam hasn't technically done anything wrong. Let me just state that. I'm not saying that Sam is acting predatory. I'm just saying that the chances in which an employee boss relationship can go wrong are very astronomical in a lot of different ways that is very hard to predict when you have feelings in your face and you're letting those feelings distract you that's all that I'm saying right but no I would not say at this very moment that Sam is like automatically a predator because nothing's happened yet
1: right truly
0: that was a long ass discussion um the next question i have for you is that it's obvious that this relationship is going to be romantic due to it being a single ally so how are you feeling about the relationship so far though
1: i think it i'm i'm fine with it i think the building blocks are there okay we're walking down a road and i can find us mm-hmm. approaching a fork in a road and i'm curious to see you know what that fork could be um i think the introductions were nice i do like the attraction between the characters but not acting on it even with the diamond scene, like, there was a little flirtating, you know, flirtationship, but there wasn't anything too serious. Like that aspect. Like you said, the affair, obviously, like, you know, him being in a relationship, him being engaged. I even like that aspect of it. Um, it. It drives the plot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it. I like the...
0: You like a double conflict. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, like, one, he's your boss, so maybe it shouldn't happen. And then, two, they're engaged, maybe it shouldn't happen. Right, right yeah no I understand that I mean did I talk to death that this could be a problematic relationship yes but I also do think if they were if you were to play this character if they give you the option to play this character as someone who like reserves himself and is like no I'm not gonna do it I do think the moment that when it does happen it's gonna be so hot I can call out that it's problematic all day but I'm not gonna lie it could be hot Sometimes things that are problematic are hot,
1: and that's what we were talking about: living vicariously through the Choices app.
0: The app, because we—well, I don't do this in real life, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is like, this is in my past. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm a new person.
0: <laughs> Have I ever dated? Hold on, let me really, let me really permeate. Have I ever dated? I've never been a, I've never been in charge of people, right? So I've definitely never been the manager who is in who dated their employee, but it almost happens. I was working at this fast food joint, and a guy who I had previously slept with when we were just coworkers, he came to a manager and he tried to like tell me. He's like, "Oh yeah, you could come back to my place." And I was like, "No, no, no, that sounds weird." <laughs>
1: no, no, nah, no, nah, nah. one and done.
0: I mean i wasn't into it for reasons other than the fact that he was now a manager like it had nothing to do with his position but i'm also like well actually i had a friend who worked at that fast food place with me who date There's a lot of employee manager relationships in this fucking place y'all like this place is messy
1: as someone who was vividly told all the stories it was so much it was like a game of like it was pretty little liars
0: yeah exactly everybody was fucking everybody it was like damn like you could literally look at one person and know that they had fucked like four different people in that restaurant like it was a lot
1: absolutely the key to finding a was trying to find a person who didn't fuck anyone in the restaurant
0: you're absolutely correct about that and the friend that i'm talking about she had dated a a guy who was a manager and it got really really bad because he was a very immature person so when they dated it was just well she broke up with him and he spent like the rest of the time that she was working there like just making it so awkward like they would be on a shift together and he would just would not stop talking about being in a relationship with her like he was just trying to tell her like oh i miss you blah 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 and she can't she couldn't get away from that because she was on a shift like you can't just leave just because someone's like i mean you should be able to you should be able to be like pointing he's weird and i need leave but you know it's a workplace workplaces are not like safe places for people who are being sexually harassed so unfortunately like she couldn't just leave you know right So I've definitely seen that happen. So yeah, I guess I did kind of have some experience. I was not experienced, but I was an audience member to that type of interaction. And it was super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So maybe that also did kind of inform me saying no to that person at the time. But it was, let's be honest, it was 95%. Just like there had been other things that had happened before he was promoted to manager that like made me not want to see him again. Yeah, I do feel like if it's a slow burn, it'll be hot. Sometimes problematic relationships are hot. I'm sorry. Sometimes they are we don't condone them though no 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 we wink, we don't wink. condone them no 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 we never condone them wink wink we're just offering our perspective okay so uh, reddit reactions okay so user i love harley 19 said their mother died and then they reacted to that saying oh well at least it's not a real affair that's better and then it says sam is engaged well fuck me
1: <laughs> no lo- lo- no really though that's i i mean really though
0: the way that they just tossed that like into the end of the fucking <laughs>
1: Yes,
0: Ah. you're like oh no it's no big deal like to me if i was playing it because i play a character who's like no i have to be professional if i learn that sam had a fiance i would be like well that's it jenny it ain't happening stop looking at me like that like damn
1: it's literally (laughs) like the way they insert the dream in the beginning the way they like encourage you to be like no go after him you can have it all and then it's like oh he already put a ring on it it's just truly a slap
0: in the face It is a slap in the face. User Sexy Black said, Yeah, I bet the fiance will be some sort of asshole and that will be used as a moral justification for cheating.
1: Mm, I mean, (laughs) isn't it always?
0: (laughs) Oh my god. No, continue. You said it. Go ahead. (laughs) Explain. Go ahead.
1: I don't want to open that Pandora's box.
0: (laughs) No, you already opened it. I'm not editing that out. You tell me.
1: (laughs) We justify cheating. Because the person that we're with is not treating us right. They're an asshole. They don't like my children. And it doesn't make it right because the reality of it is, like I said many times, you having your cake and wanting to eat it too. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. So if you're Mm -hmm. communicating with your fiance and they are not meeting your standards and not supporting you, making you happy, doing whatever you need to do, then there's no need to stay in the relationship. So that means there's no reason to cheat because it wouldn't be cheating because you should just leave the relationship if you're unhappy. This whole like my partner, my fiance, yada, 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 is an asshole and doesn't appreciate me so I'm gonna cheat thing is, like there, there should be no excuse to cheat. There should be no silver lining to cheating. It should just be you're done with the relationship so you don't have to cheat.
0: I mean, yes, I agree with you. I'll give you a story that was in my family. So my grandmother cheated on my grandfather and the way that my mother describes it is that my grandfather was like very abusive to my grandmother and just generally not loving. He like worked all the time, very harsh with her. So she ended up falling in love with someone else. Now, again, I asked my mom, I was like, why did she just leave? But she was very, you know, like, financially dependent on my grandfather so Mm -hmm. it was hard to just say just leave now it's hard to imagine sam being in that position because uh, they're rich maybe there's some other type of power influence that their fiance has over them where they're like oh my god i don't like this person i wouldn't traditionally marry this person but i have to
1: that's very much true
0: could be very complicated very messy situation which is yet again why i say anna why the fuck are you involving yourself in this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when i hear drama like this i'd be like run the other way i want run nothing the to way. do with that
1: i feel like this is like the the tiktok meme and it's like who are you and then sam's fiance is like i'm the owner of this house who are you
0: that's how i feel yeah, no, the way that Jenny was like, oh, Sam has a fiance. I was like, of course they do. They're like a hot millionaire. Yeah. Duh. There's no way that they're single. Come on now. Could have any person they want, of course. Okay, so user Christy78968 said, Also, I couldn't help but laugh at the start and at every moment when the writers tried to make a sexual. Just because Sam looks at MC doesn't mean that he wants to screw her. I will say... When they when they said Sam was like perched on that fucking desk and Anna was like, I lost my breath. I was like, Oh my girl, you a simp. You a simp. Just sitting there on the desk.
1: I automatically I would have turned to the secretary like he 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 normally do this? Why
0: he right. sitting like that? You turn around and you're like, You're gonna leave me with this man?
1: <laughs> can you stay in the room?
0: Right. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> can I have a witness in this place?
1: <laughs> Where's HR? oh wait where's
0: hr i would like for someone from hr to take notes on our interview please
1: oh wait we don't have one because i'm gonna be the nanny oh okay um that's my cue to go ahead and leave
0: right you're like i gotta go actually next time i think i'm just gonna nanny through like a nannying service where they offer me like protection from men who perch on their desk like this it is kind of interesting it's like literally it's like mc can't she going up the elevator we didn't talk about this but as anna's going up the elevator she's like let me fantasize about my boss taking my panties off i'm like oh my god like aggressive (laughs) woman is so (laughs) horny for like no fucking reason why is she so horny all the time I don't know it'll be interesting to see because of course at some point there's going to be an actual opportunity for something to happen and then it will it will explain like more of the sexual chemistry between them but right now like they just had a drink together and like walked around their apartment like
1: literally had a drink it it would be sexual and it would add mystery if she was just at the apartment to be at the apartment but it's not like oh he's showing you around the apartment no he's showing you your job. your job this is your workplace
0: workplace. (laughs) he's like this is the ice maker um sometimes it doesn't work so you got to slam it three times like (laughs) Like, it's not sexual
1: like it's just hard to like sexualize that because like that's first and foremost that's what you're there for is to take care of the children and to you know that's your job correct so he's not oh this is your bedroom where i'll sneak in and fuck you every night he's like no this is your bedroom where you'll sleep when you're not taking care of my children
0: and i need you to wake up at 6 a.m every day because the boys get up at 7 and they like blueberry pancakes i don't know why we're so focused on pancakes today <laughs> i don't know what. pancakes it is and michael pancakes. myers pancakes and michael myers we can't seem to get away from those two things all right before we move on to the rest of the chapter let me interrupt to plug our socials we are at play choices podcast on instagram and at play choices pod on twitter You can also go to playchoicespodcast.tumblr.com for a Tumblr page, which is where I post any episode notes that I have, like links to posts that I've mentioned, photos I've mentioned, or more. We're also available for listening on all major platforms, so if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's a funky thing with the algorithm that helps us a lot. I wish I could explain it more in depth, but I just know that it helps us, so we do appreciate any reviews that you leave us. And as always, we are a growing podcast, so if you see us pop up on your socials, we do appreciate a share, a retweet, or a reblog, depending on the platform you see us on. We also appreciate it when you share our podcast with your fellow Choices-loving friends. And now, back to the episode. It's time for bingo. Let's do it! Full FYI, I was actually the one who made this bingo. Ooh! I tried to find one no avail so i decided to try to put together kind of like my own thoughts about what i thought this bingo could be okay i tried so um i mean lucas you can give me feedback if you'd like it or not so let's just let's just start you know from the top mc and her boss have sex during their interview
1: i mean she wanted to but no that, that didn't happen
0: yeah that one did not happen so I'm just basically going to, like, shade the circle in to show that we're never going to do that. Okay, so the second one, MC's boss will offer to break up with his current partner to be with MC. Oh. Nope. MC or her boss will quote-unquote stop the relationship because they feel guilty about the affair. Not even in an affair yet. MC will insist that her boss ends her current relationship, but they are resistant to. Not even there yet. MC will use her boss's job as a way to advance her own career.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah! Potentially, but it hasn't happened yet. MC will dress seductively at work to attract her boss. Do you feel like I? Mm, I mean, like Anna did say she wanted yes. to like. Yes, no, that's pot. that's a yes. That's you think, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. Next one: MC and her boss will get into an argument over the kids. Hasn't happened yet. Nope. MC will demand more money or benefits to keep the affair secret. Could happen. Hasn't happened yet mc will be immediately amazing with the kids despite no experience
1: i mean yes
0: <laughs> wow i really hit it with that one
1: it really hit it with that one
0: it's kind of cheating because i have read the book but also there are so many things about this book that i don't remember
1: <laughs> but also like that is a cliche that would be a cliche. because she has a master's degree in chemistry why is she even thinking about being a nanny
0: Right. And trying to say like, I'm amazing with kids. is like, I don't know. I'm, mm, I was going to say something kind of offensive. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I just I'm just saying that I just think that in general I know some people who go into STEM careers and typically people who go into STEM careers like sometimes people go into STEM careers because they could not enter careers that require them to be like I guess good at socializing and I say that because like I dated someone who was in a STEM career and he was like so socially awkward and I don't think he knew how to talk to people much less kids just her like automatically being like super social and super amazing I'm like oh Are you? (laughs) Is that really believable? (laughs) I'm not trying to say that if you're in a STEM career, you're automatically boring. I'm just saying that I tend to notice that when I meet someone who's like a scientist or something like that, they tend to be a little bit on the quieter side, a little bit more reserved. Next one says MC's boss will make promises to be with her in the imaginary future. Not yet. MC's boss will stay with their partner regardless of their promises of the future. Not yet. The children will pressure their parent and MC to date. Not yet. MC will make a scene at some point and reveal the affair. Not yet. The writers will not address the power imbalance of the philosophy. <laughs> 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 relationship. Oh. <laughs> um i mean
1: the likelihood of them doing that is no but like we i feel like we have to just wait just a little bit just a little bit longer.
0: yeah i feel like we do have to wait at least give them a chance to be like this isn't appropriate because so far all anna has talked about is just it being like unprofessional but she hasn't really mentioned like she hasn't been like oh my god he's my boss you know because you could say it's unprofessional about dating a co-worker who's, like, at your level. Right. So, we'll give, we'll give them some more time. MC will attend events where it makes no sense why she's there, making everyone curious.
1: Oh my god, I can see it now.
0: The media will find out about the affair and make it a big deal. MC will horribly fuck up during babysitting. The children will walk in on MC and their parent banging.
1: Oh my god.
0: MC's boss's partner will be unaware of the affair and will be totally shocked when they find out. The next one's the opposite. MC's boss's partner will know about the affair the whole time and be cool with it. MC and her boss will bang in a common area of the house. MC's boss's partner will agree to deal with the affair and stay in their relationship. MC will lose the kids at some point. When I've said that, I was, like, imagining that they were going to be out, like, on a field trip or something. And, like, they just get lost. And she's like, oh, fuck.
1: Well, I love that because lose the kids at some point is just truly, many definitions can, can come from that.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess it's up to your interpretation.
1: Yeah, because like lose the kids, that means like they could also lose their respect for her. Like she could do something wrong and they could like not like her.
0: Lose their support?
1: Mm-hmm, support, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Okay, I like the way you're interpreting this. Yeah, yeah. And then there is a very dramatic breakup at some point.
1: Of course there's choices
0: of course so essentially what we have we have xnade the entire they have sex with their boss during the interview Mm -hmm. because that's been in past and that didn't happen only in a dream but it doesn't count and then we crossed out two uh like content we crossed out two stereotypes so we have two two on the map i mean if we can get it's under b2 and g2 so if we can get i n and o2 it would be bingo i
1: can't wait for us to get bingo on one of these bitches
0: i know i hope we get bingo on one of these a part of me was like wanting to put it because i played the book i was like let me manipulate this into bingo but i was like no 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 let me just
1: i I gotta stay true to my character
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly i was like no because then it's gonna spoil like it's just you know i have to leave it up to chance Cool. So that is the end of our episode.
1: Oh, that's a good episode, jam packed. We had a little debate, which has a
0: debate
1: episodes, which I think that's good. It's gonna add to it.
0: Yeah, I know someone um messaged me on Tumblr and they were like, "Are you guys going to bring a guest on?" It's so it was a good question. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to like make fun of whoever sent right. it. Right. It was Anon, so I don't know who sent it. But someone asked me a question in my ask box, and they're like, "Are you guys ever going to have a guest on the podcast who is different? You know, like a like a guest host because mm-hmm. they would like to see some different perspectives on the podcast." Which I'm like, I understand where you're saying. Like, of course you listen to us all the time. Why i say all the time? It's only at this point. It's only been like what? Where this is episode seven. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this is kind of a long episode. We might split it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we're
1: probably going to end up
0: splitting it. Yeah, because this is like two hours long. Mm-hmm. So probably episode eight. So you've been listening to us. Our, we've been listening to Lucas and I's voices for seven episodes now because we started recording together episode two. So yeah, but I mean, we don't agree with each other all the time. Mm-mm. We'll get into disagreements. And I think it's good. I think it's a good precedent for the podcast to like respectfully disagree with someone's mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And also, like we've been best friends since kids. Like We're going to give each other shit.
1: Oh, Absolutely. fucking
0: we give each other shit all the time in real life
1: and it's just so funny because like s- surface level it's like oh wow like that's they're just dis- disagreeing like i never would have thought that but uh-huh. us it's like oh you already know we're disagreeing because f- you're reckless as fuck like
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just said your name <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut that out like oop. <laughs> If, you, if you'd like me to maintain that in the podcast, I could cut it out and put a bleep over it. Period. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like, y'all for context, the chance of, like, Lucas and I actually offending each other at this point in our relationship is, like, very low. We would have to do some, like, really low blows in order to offend each other, I think. And the
1: only low blows that it would be would be throwing each other's trauma up in our face, which we would never do.
0: We don't do that. We do not do that to people. We do not say oh, you went through this and that's, like, exactly why you're behaving like this right now. Right. Like, no. We leave that type of reading for therapists, not for each other. Yeah, not
1: for <laughs> each other. And trust me, they they drag us enough. We don't need to drag Yes, us-
0: my therapist be reading me all the motherfucking time, you know, like, I do not need someone else to do it. I really do not. So, yeah, if we disagree, it's it's never. Also, this, these are fictional books.
1: Like, oh, absolutely.
0: We can have, like, ethical debates about things and not have it be, like, hard feelings and stuff.
1: So guys, don't worry, okay? Don't get don't get worried, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't get worried, we're not mad at each other. And I think it's a good precedent start in the podcast that like we can have respectful debates and agree to disagree. That's fine cuz really uh, very few things in life are that serious <laughs> that you can't agree to disagree on some stuff. Okay, so that's the end of our episode. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. We'll announce on our socials when the next episode goes live. I think we've been pretty consistent with the upload schedule. We usually go live on sa- Saturday.
1: Yes, 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 yes,
0: Saturday, midnight Eastern Standard Time is when we typically go live. So I think people on the West Coast can hear it at like nine. The rest of you will have to like wait until the next day. Um, unless you're up. If you're up, you're a night owl. I am too. I'm not judging you. So, yeah, we'll announce when the next episode goes live. We'll announce what the topic is. We're going to make the outro a little bit shorter than usual. So, um, on our Tumblr page is where we post any episode notes. So, if you want to see the bingo card that I created, you can go to playchoicespodcast at tumblr.com. If you're listening to an Apple podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us a lot with algorithm. Algorithm's weird, but I just know that reading, reviewing, and subscribing is going to help us. And if you have any questions, comments, theories, please email us at playchoicespodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com and we'll try to respond in the next episode. If you want us to read your email in the episode, like while recording, let us know in the email, please. Thanks for joining me, Lucas. Bye. Bye! <laughs> Bye! 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 You want to play a game? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>